Beers and Tears would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land from which we conduct this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their continued connection to the land and waterways and sky of this beautiful place, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to all First Nations people present today, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Hello everyone, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today I'm joined with Laura. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Good, thank you. So you've just released your EP called Walls. Um, yes. Yeah, it kind of dives a bit into like the vulnerability and emotions of kind of letting your guard down a bit, um, especially when it comes to love. Do you want to kind of right off the bat dive into yeah your inspirations and influences on this body of work and kind of why that was a main theme in your songs for this EP yeah so I I really wanted to be more vulnerable in my writing and more kind of more specific about what's going on in my life and um basically like last year was the first time I've ever fallen in love so I was kind of writing about not wanting to be too vulnerable for that person and having my guard up and then kind of realising like through the process, like why not just have your walls down? Why not be open with them? Why not be, you know, unafraid to love them and put yourself out there? Um, So it was kind of, for me, it's kind of a journey of falling in love and learning to be open, you know, so yeah. And how have you found kind of expressing that vulnerability and putting it into your music for people to hear now? Um, it was kind of scary, the idea of it at first, but I think I've become more comfortable with it. I don't know. I, I still feel like I've got a long way to go with vulnerability. I still find that I struggle, you know, to open up sometimes, but... I, I think it's a step in the right direction for me personally in my life. So that's good. Cool. There's also a theme of finding home within yourself and allowing others to become welcomed. And I guess that's sort of tapping into a bit of like self-acceptance, I guess, like within this EP. How, yeah, how's that impacted your growth as an artist? Um, yeah, and being able to put that into this EP. I think, like, because I wanted to be vulnerable, I kind of pushed myself to talk about things that I'm not so comfortable talking about usually, Mm -hmm. Um, which then I think progressed my writing and made my lyrics stronger and a lot of the songs were about, like, the feel and, you know, for the song house like that was very much like the one of the first songs that we did for the EP and it felt like it was we had this I had this really strong visual in my head that of like a rundown home and that's where you live and letting people come to the door and you can be like this is me 
this is who I am and you can either come in or you can go. And it just felt like, it felt like a big step in just like realizing that, you know, learning to love yourself basically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And you mentioned House being um, one of the tracks off the EP. What would you say has been your favourite track at the moment in this EP? At the moment, I love Trace, which I just think the production in that song is so cool. And I love the lyrics as well. Um, I remember when I wrote it, I just like, the first line is low expectations because hope is dangerous. I feel like I'm quite a glass half empty kind of person. And, you know, I never want to get my hopes too high because I don't want to get my feelings hurt or that kind of thing. So it's a combination of the lyrics and just the interesting production in that song that makes me like I'm just obsessed with it. Yeah, sick. And with House, you kind of dived into it a little bit, but you sort of have somewhat of a metaphor um, about an old, that kind of abandoned, rundown house. Do you enjoy exploring, like, using metaphors within your music to try and kind of, like, depict your what you're kind of trying to get across? Definitely. I, uh, I for the last uh, album that I did, Adulting, there's a song on that called Lens and the chorus is about, um, you know, flying a kite. And for me, the metaphor in that song was like uh, it's, it's about anxiety and having this kite and holding it to the ground and not like, like holding it back, you know. You just want to like just cut it, let it go free and you can go do whatever you need to do, stop letting those worries and that anxiety hold you back so yes I'd love to like use makes things a little bit elusive use metaphors um yeah I love doing that in my writing do you find that that sort of like comes along with a bit of a visual element like is there a a part of that that makes you like want to bring that into a music video or something like that like do you find you visually like see that more or it kind of just lives in a little metaphorical world I think I I start the idea seeing it in my head but I I don't think I'm particularly good at the visual side of things in in music and art um but I can see things when I'm writing lyrically so clearly in my head like I can see the image um but I just just not as good as making that come to life in music videos and stuff like that. But I'm trying and I'm learning. So Do you feel we'll like you want to? Do you feel inclined to kind of bring that to life at all? Um, I do. I do. But I don't know if it's a, if I feel inclined because I feel like I have to, to, to make the project, um, you know, fully realised or if I, you know, feel inclined because, that's something that I really want to do. I don't know where I stand with that yet. Yeah, so. totally. The EP was produced and written in London um, <laughs> with someone you've co- collaborated with before and for a while, Joe Mason. Can you sort of run through how you met Joe and I guess the creative process of putting this EP together? 
So I went to school with Joe um, back here in Sydney and he was in the grade above me and we didn't really talk much in high school. I, I think maybe we'd said one or two words to each other but not much. And um, I was posting like covers on my Instagram of me singing and he just sent me a message and was like, do you want to record? And I was like, um, you know, okay, like let's let's give it a go. Went to his house. We tried writing a song, one of the worst songs I've ever written. Yeah. And I left his house going, well, there goes that opportunity. I'm never doing that again. Um, and he sent me a message like a week later and was like, do you want to try again? And I was like, yes, I would love to. So I went back and we wrote two songs that um, I think one of them ended up being on the first EPA ever released. And then, you know, I learned so much through Joe. And he's basically one of my best friends now. So, um, yeah. And then with this EP, I Joe had moved to London in October last year and I obviously really love working with him. So I planned the trip, decided to go over. And, um, yeah, I think it's because we are so close and it's such an uh, like already established environment, we know how we work it's really easy to to just get things moving, just have a chat about what kind of stuff you like and, and what you feel like writing about and, you know, the kind of things you're inspired by and then it just kind of falls into place. We don't really plan things too much. It just kind of happens really naturally, which is really cool. Awesome. You kind of have called yourself a DIY indie pop artist pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that sort of means that like independently you have like quite a control over your music and your vision and like what you want to do with your art pretty much. Um, Mm -hmm. I guess how has this level of creative independence allowed you to like fully express yourself in this project and with your music? Um, I think I just don't feel pressure, like external pressure Mm. to be anything or to write anything other than the stuff that I want to make. And the people that I do surround myself with want me to make what I feel like making. You know, Joe is so good at knowing what kind of stuff I like and he just brings it to life and helps bring it to life. Um, so, yeah, it's it, it, it's all just very natural. I don't feel any pressure from anyone to do anything that I don't want to do. Yeah. So that's good. This EP follows quite a big year for you last year when you released Adulting, your previous EP. How would you say that the last EP sort of shaped your approach to this EP now? Um, I think I had a little bit more pressure on myself this time around because people really liked the last one, which was Mm -hmm. lovely. Um, But it was, you know, I... I had Joe there to kind of be like, it's cool. Like we're making music. We're doing what we love. Like don't put too much pressure on yourself to make anything a certain way. Like, you know, you know what you like, just follow your gut. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's what we did. So, yeah. And you're kind of in the middle of playing some shows at the moment, um, supporting Hallie. You just Mm. played in your hometown, Sydney, and you're going to be playing in Brisbane on the 28th. How has that been? How was that show? 
It was really good. I get really stressed out before shows. Um, I think before, I, I feel like I'm, I'm a newbie to shows. I'm, I'm learning the ropes and I, I get really anxious and 90% of the time I'll like, I'll cry at some point during the day before the show. But on uh, Friday, I didn't cry. So I feel like that's a good thing. (laughs) I'm making progress. That's so good. Um, Yeah, but the um, the show went really well. Yeah, I got to meet um, Hallie and they're awesome. So it was was just a, yeah, it was a really good night. Oh, awesome. And uh, not too long ago as well, you played an East Coast tour with um, Friends of Friends. Well, the tour was called A Tour for Friends with Friends of Friends. Yeah. Kind of was like a tour that emphasised playing music with your friends, essentially. Mm. I guess how do those two aspects like fit into your life and like what is that importance for you and how was the tour? The tour was awesome. It was really, really fun. Um, I had worked with Io Kim a little bit before, so I I knew Josh quite well. Um, And the Friends of Friends boys I'd never met, but they were just like so pleasant to be around and and so talented so the tour the tour was really really awesome it was really fun um yeah I I mean it's like I think music is like a community and everyone kind of um is experiencing similar things so when you're all on tour together you're all going through the same thing and you're all experiencing the same crowd and um I think it creates community and then also like it it being a tour for friends, including the people at the shows, like knowing, hoping that they know that it's, it's a place of comfort and they come for fun and it should be, you know, no judgment. And it's just, you know, a community, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And what does your live show look like? What can people expect if they're coming to see a Laura live show? Um, so at the moment, it's currently just me and my drummer. Um, but I'm in the process of reworking the set um, and adding in a guitarist slash keyboardist slash the the guy who does everything. Um, yeah, just like want to make the show a bit cooler, make it flow more. So we're in the progress of, of doing that at the moment. So probably for the next little while, me and my drummer. Awesome. <laughs> That's what it looks like. My final question is what has been like a really fun gig highlight for you um, and also a gig horror story where it's all gone a little bit wild? I've got a lot of horror stories, um, just like forgetting lyrics starting in the wrong key um just like oh kicking my glass of water all over the stage um many many mishaps but the highlight um I think in my when I played the Melbourne show of the tour with Iokim and Friends of Friends I was looking into the crowd and I could see, I was playing my song String and I could see there was like three people in the audience crying. Oh, and that was like, I know, so like I was, it was the first time I felt really 
like connected to an audience and that felt so special and because I freak out so much before a show and then getting to experience that I was like okay so this is what it's about Mm. you know I like I understand now why people are so in love with performing um but I think that would have to be a highlight yeah awesome Mm. that's such a good highlight that's so cute (laughs) yes well thank you so much for chatting with me today finally we did it yeah we got there (laughs) Um, thank you for having me